the Bible calls men to be the head of the household and also the head of his wife. Right. Make sure things go but smoothly I, and things like that. Yeah. But, but I, hold on, hold yeah. on. Yeah. So, hold on. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so, hey guys, welcome back to 716. So I, I know that this setting is a little different and I know that we haven't done anything as far as podcast related in a while. So if you're listening to us on the first for the first time on Spotify or on Audible, welcome. This is 716. We're actually talking about the after show. Now, it requires watching something on YouTube because it's exclusive to YouTube only. And we have special guests here today because of the after, I mean, no, because of the social experiment that we did on YouTube. Now, the after show, in a sense, is basically getting into a deeper dialogue of what was said. And we're going to look at some of the opinions that other people have made. Um, Adrian isn't here with us, but well, actually in the frame, but she's actually right over here. (laughs) And she's going to just be, you know, commenting and whatnot. She's just going to be in the background for today because this is the guys only. Um, So with us, we have Carolis, Fernell, and Abraham, and they have all said something. They have all said something worth mentioning on this podcast for today, um, because it, it got it got to a point where it was a little controversial at some degree with something that you said, um, and then on top of that, there That's were some me. things that that we mentioned, and you know, it's a typical response yeah. that somebody of the faith would actually say. So. Before we dive any deeper into that, because I want, I do want to get into like comments that were said and and the poll rates and everything that came up. Uh, you know, I just want to start talking about what we're thankful for because it's one of those segments that we always do here um, on on our podcast. For me personally, it's being able to have you guys here, mm-hmm. uh, being able to do the social experiment that we did. You know, because it's it's so many people were blessed by it so many people were were commenting and and saying man we need this we need more of this mm-hmm. you know so glory goes to god really because mm-hmm. you know right. he gives he gives us the ability to to be the art the artist in a sense and to be able to produce these videos so i can't take any of the credit he gives me those ideas right but glory goes to him that he was able to process this and the right people were blessed by it so i'm thankful for that Amen. um one thing i'm thankful for is really just more of a realization of God's presence in my life. Yeah. And just thanking him and being grateful for where I'm at and not trying to rush anything and just be being patient with him. And yeah. That's awesome. Um, for me, um, it's definitely, you know, I'm a, I'm thankful for God's presence, of course, you know, being in a secret place a lot more. Also, you know, um, I'm thankful just to be a part of this podcast, honestly. Like nice. When one of my friends hit me up to do it, I was like, oh wow, like I'm I'm excited. You know, I was very encouraged, you know, to be surrounded by other brothers in Christ, you know, sh- sharing different views or same um views as well. So I'm very thankful for that. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Super thankful for this podcast as well. Um, but I think I'm thankful for just the joy that I've been getting received lately as well, as of lately. Um, I feel like I've been to such a tough time throughout these like months it's been really weird for me Mm. last year so i guess kind of experiencing first joys again feels great um even though it it doesn't feel like i deserve it sometimes or it doesn't feel like i'm worthy of it so to speak yeah um i'm thankful for the little victories i can get and like the just the little joys and things that i can spend time my family stuff like that and and just take victory in that cool yeah Yeah, that's that's great you know because 
I mean, we're all going to have our seasons, right? Mm-hmm. You know, but you're, so you're saying you're coming out from a season like that? I think, I think, yeah, I think it's, it's slowly coming out. I feel like it's a, maybe if we put it like on a percentage chart, we're like 80% there. All right, cool. So That's we're, awesome. We're That's almost good. out of there. And I think it's great because I've, I've learned a lot of hard lessons and I think lessons that can apply to me throughout cool. the rest of my life, cool. man. And I, I saw something on Instagram today, bro. <laughs> Care to mention something that, you know, yeah. that we saw that publicly came out on Instagram? Yes, I'm in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had to ask him that. I'm like, okay, I see you. I'm, I'm really grateful because it's for the first time that I feel super happy. And I feel like dating in your 20s is a lot different than dating in when you're 14, when I had, my, when yeah. I had that long-term relationship. Yeah. Um, so I'm grateful. And I think one of the best advice that I received from a really good friend of mine, well, she's a really good friend of mine, um, is to always keep uh, God in yeah. the center. And I think mm-hmm. we, we hear that a lot, but it's like, we Different think of, that. yeah, we think of, a, of like a relationship as like God first mm-hmm. and then it's each other. You know what I mean? And, 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 I'm so grateful for that because we've been taking that for a while and it's been just growing and it doesn't feel like I am, I need to do more. I think, I think for the first time it's, it, it's been a while where I could just be myself mm. and not try. I think if, if it's a prayer that I've been asking for, for God, I like, Hey God, if you're going to put somebody in my life, yeah. then I don't want to pursue. <laughs> like I don't want to go out of the way and make myself, you know, look dumb or, or overextending go, exactly overextending yeah. myself. And for the first time it was like, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't pursuing, like I was yeah, getting I pursued. So yeah. it, was, it was pretty awesome to feel that. And it's, you know, little by little, and I'm just like really happy. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Congratulations, bro. <laughs> Congratulations. I, I saw her screaming out the car windows. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, these two, these two are happy. <laughs> that was awesome. Um, all right. So, so moving into what it is that we have uh, real quick, I just want to explain you know, the purpose of the social experiment was really to dive into the perspective of Christians. I mean, that was the first thing that came up, Christian perspectives. And it's because there's not enough people talking about hard topics. Mm-hmm. And although I would love to get into harder topics, you know, some things like simple things like, are we able to talk about our struggles with other Christians or, you know, things like a porn addiction? You know, a lot of Christians suffer through these things and sometimes we suffer it alone. So to be able to... To, for our viewers to be able to see other Christians speaking and being relatable, it's it's refreshing. Right. You know, yeah. I, don't, I got it countless times. This this podcast or this social experiment was refreshing. Very you know, it was great to see other other Christians of the faith, and it wasn't fake. You know, like it was genuine responses this that was, were actually this was said. real Christians because me and you were talking about this like after um, the whole experiment thing um, when we were finished. How Jubilee. Yes. The yeah. ones who kind of started this thing, they brought like Christians. Right, I'm a, right. I'm going to be heavy on these quotations because <laughs> some of those Christians were not yeah, representing yeah. what God really is. Right. Um, yeah. and, and then maybe if they even said something that was like even close to what we believe in, you know, sound doctrine, what they call it, yeah. they probably cut it out. Right. They, right. they were just going for an agenda. They were, they were yeah. pushing for it. You know? Right. It and and you can tell when you watch these videos, one, you know, there's no way that Christians can dive into deep topics like the ones that were asked mm-hmm. in 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, these videos were like 10, 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. Right. If that, how we, I, I struggled so much cutting down an hour and 30 minutes of what you guys had down to 40 minutes just because of the sake, for the sake of retention. Yeah. But I tried to keep all the important things there, especially sound doctrine. You know, the way that you, you, you point that out because 
although you know i didn't i want to also mention that i didn't know any of them i mean i knew corollas because he goes to the same church but we never really had a true conversation for me to say oh i know this guy you know and then and then our other two uh guests i don't know them at all (laughs) you know like i've seen you around but you actually came from a friend of mine uh ej who was actually in the podcast he's probably the only person the social experiment he was probably the only person that i knew truly and then everybody else was just like it's like oh you know like i've seen you guys yeah but i had no idea what was going to come out you know but i'm i'm so thankful to god that everything that was said was nothing but a blessing to the people that needed to hear it mm-hmm. and so we're going to go into these statements but before we do anything before we start talking about it i want i i want to emphasize on this guys if you don't agree with us it's fine i mean we're going to have disagreements even in this room we might have disagreements but just understand there's an importance in correction and correction is biblical to be able to receive correction. So I ask you guys, as you're watching this, have an open heart, have an open mind. Um, if you don't believe it from us, then look it up yourself. You know, ask your pastor. If you don't agree with us, ask one of the leaders that you can trust, right? Because what's important is obviously to listen here and to be an open mind to receive it, but don't just take it for our words. You know, if I say a verse here, don't just take it for what I'm saying. Go in your Bible and actually look it up. Make sure that it's actually sound doctrine. Make sure that I'm not using the words out of context. Yeah. That's how we should all be as Christians, to, to question and to see, you know, is this right? Is this the real way that, the, the way that he's using it? Is it correct? You know? So and, uh, moving. Actually, one thing ahead. I want to add to that is, like, we're on a public podcast. Like, you know, we're not perfect either. So we're going to yeah. say things that might not be like 100%, but I personally would love it if, like, someone who has a problem with something I say, like, confronts me about it. Right. Because I don't want to be in that era of, like, misunderstanding something or maybe I missaid something and then, like, they understood it, that like, a wrong way. Right, but right. I think it's important to have conversation, and I love having conversation with people because it's I feel like that's the only real way that two people or a group of people can really understand each right. other and move forward right right and it, and it's and it's a better way of just confronting somebody yeah. rather than just talking about somebody behind right, their back right. i mean right, you could yeah. disagree but you know don't bash one another yeah and it's not going to help anyone like if it's not going to help the person that you're talking about they're not going to know what you're saying yeah right it's like yeah counterintuitive it doesn't make any sense right right okay so with all that said uh the first one that i want to bring up is i'm okay with my date taking charge now the polls say 93% of the people are okay with this. All right. They're okay with their date taking charge. But 7% disagree. And though out of those 7%, all of them were male. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so out of the 7, 7% guys, you know, like, <laughs> it was funny because I, you know, I get to see who it is. Um, <laughs> Expose them. Just tag them. Right. You're the problem. <laughs> no, no, no. no, but, you know, I, I do understand it to an extent because, in my opinion, I would be in the somewhat disagree, neutral kind of thing. Right. Uh, because I am a, more of a person that takes charge. And when I, when my wife takes charge... It makes me, and it shouldn't do this, but to some degree, it makes me feel small. Mm. You get me? Because it, and and it shouldn't be like, I, I don't want it to be like, oh, well, you're just insecure. No, it's just, 
we're in a culture where men need to be men. Yeah, and and yeah. sometimes that is just embedded in us. So naturally, it's like, ah, it makes me want to cringe a little bit. Right. Yeah, but I, I do allow, I you know, I do allow my... No, 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 yeah. exactly. I, I And I wanted to clear that out because I don't want to... Oh, you know, this guy's insecure just bashing me with his keyboard warriors, you know? Um, <laughs> keyboard warriors. <laughs> you know, but it's not insecurity. It's just culture. It's norms. Uh, you right. know, that's... I studied sociology and a lot of what surrounds you will dictate how you decide things in life, you know? That's very true. Yeah. Mm. So you two... I think you were in the neutral, right? I believe so. I think I'm not. I'm not a hundred. I know you weren't. I know you agreed. Yeah, I, 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 I slightly agreed. I right. Think I, was on slight, I think. I think you were neutral, or oh, no? Yeah. I can't remember for some reason. I think. I, yeah. I, I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, well, for sure. I know. I know. Carolus, you you would be yeah. more on the, the disagree. disagree. Yeah, I mean. I'm more on the disagree just because... I feel like as a man, you should kind of step up a little bit and take more of, like, a leadership role. Even if you're in a relationship, like, you should kind of put, take, like, take accountability because you really want to prepare for marriage. So the Bible calls men to be the head of the household and also the head of his wife. So how are you going to be prepared to be a head of a household when you can't take charge even yeah. in a dating relationship, like you should be able to make plans. You should be able to, to like right. make sure things go but smoothly I, and things like that. Yeah. But, but I, hold on, hold yeah. on. My bad. So, so I'm on the disagree because of that. But I think it's also important for a woman to be capable and be smart and wise and be able to make decisions on the spot. Yeah. Right. Because that's also necessary in a, in a, relationship in a marriage as well can you read the statement again uh what the, the the statement that was said yeah i'm okay with my date taking charge yeah so i'm okay with my date taking charge is like can you explain that further like you mean like her booking a restaurant or like what Look, do you mean that's that's what i took so it as. Yeah, so that's like, that's because that's why we left yeah. it broad right. because we wanted it to be what was the first thing that came to your mind right. Right. see when okay. i read this i read it as she's telling me what to do that's oh, why I okay, that's okay. why I right. that's why I became somewhat, you know, yeah, in if, the disagree if, side. If it's that way, I would disagree as well. Right. Because I don't I don't need a mother telling me what to do. Right, right. You know, like you know what I mean? <laughs> She's I'm, over there cracking up, yo. <laughs> like it's it's true though. Like yeah. a lot of relationships nowadays, especially modern relationships, like the woman wears the pants for like lack of a better term or whatever. Yeah, I see. And that's not right. Like the man is called to lead and if if you as a woman is taking that away from him, yeah. right? And you're not honoring that and that you're not honoring that role for him that God has created him for, then you're not building him up and you're not being the helpmeet for him. So what are you doing? Like you're just taking him away from from his like, his yeah, role. Yeah, from his purpose. Like right. That's his God-given purpose. So, now, now I do want to say. Now I do. <laughs> now I do want to say that this this statement is again. You know, it's for however you took it. Right. You yeah. know, if you took it as just in the sense of dating, it's fine. I yeah. took it this way, and I also want to point out that I wasn't the one that created this. Um, I had Melissa go through statements and bring yeah. me the statements. Right. Uh, so. You know, I thought of it one way. Maybe she thought of it another way. But yeah, that's the way I perceived it. Okay, yeah. So I would kind of, I lean more towards like your perception of it and also your, like in a, just a dating sense, like that also is where I kind of leaned more. Like yeah. her being the, like taking charge. Maybe like 
I wouldn't mind if like or planning something, planning an event, like whatever. Like you have to think like this relationships it's gonna be two people. Like you can't always be like like with a whip or whatever. Like you know what I mean? Because like, people no, because people think that way like when they hear like women submit like and they read the bible and they find out that that's the roles that's what they yeah. think like they think it's some sort of abusive thing when in reality that's not what it is at all yeah and there's a strong calling for men to be loving and that's like the main thing like love your wife or even your prayers will be hindered yeah like that's not a small thing like and leadership is a big mantle to carry so like it's not people in the world think like oh this this role is bigger than this role because because that's their worldly thinking. They think because you're the leader, because you're the provider, that you're not giving up anything. But in reality, men sacrifice their lives to provide for their family. They'll they'll literally put themselves in front of a gunman or a someone wielding a knife to protect their wife or children. Like, or at least they should. Yeah, or at least they should. <laughs> now now society yeah, men are kinda weak now because I feel like a lot of men would run away. It's like it's like crazy because we, as a Christian man, we should be prepared to die for our wife. We're right. supposed to love our wife like Christ loved the church and died for her. So we okay. are supposed to be, if you really love this girl, be prepared to die for her. Like, it's that level of love that right, right. that we're called to as men. It's not an oppressive or tyrant type of leadership. Like, that's not true. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So, so, I was going to say, Pranel was on agree. Oh, he was on agree. Oh, oh Abraham, you were on neutral. <laughs> that okay. is surprising. I played okay. myself. <laughs> All right, let's let's do a roll a rollback. Let's see exactly where he is in there. There it is. So you were in fact in neutral. Yeah, I guess I guess I was. Um, I think it's because I didn't understand the question. Okay. Right. I think you took it as a way mm -hmm. of you know to that extent. I took it as something simple as planning a date. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or just taking role in something. You know, and going back to what I was saying earlier, right. It feels nice being pursued, right? Yeah. You know, if it feels nice not doing all the work sometimes, or if it feels nice not overextending, like that word you used before. So I feel like for the first time, I'm using personal experience. Um, it's good having things planned and and you know and and things set out. And right. I took it in that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, you know, nothing much. I didn't. Yeah, I think I think if I think if most men, uh, would have would would were to have taken it the way I take it. Right. Now this is coming from a married man. Yeah. I, I'm not I'm not in the dating phase. Um so instantly I went towards oh my wife's trying to take charge of me mm. and how I how I do things, right? So that was kind of like an instant defense mechanism right. of me. Um but I think if every man were to have taken it the way I said, they probably would have been on the somewhat disagree yeah, or yeah, the yeah. Dis I total so disagree. Too, yeah. At least yeah. I hope. I mean, at yeah. least I hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. Some only some guys nowadays that are not Christian, they love that. Yeah, yeah. I, I disagree with it. I yeah, disagree I with that. I think I think he hit some pretty. Important I, you points. know why? You know why I think uh, people love that because men nowadays lack responsibility. They lack accountability. It's it's just true. Like, That's very true. Men are getting. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. Men are getting weaker, mm, and okay. and uh, to bring up something secular, like you see the rise of Andrew Tate. Like, you, Yo, I was just gonna talk. Wow. I was yeah. just gonna mention it. Like, you wonder why? Like, how did? Why yeah. did this guy just blow up out of nowhere? It's because men resonated with what he was saying, and I don't agree with a lot of what he said. Yeah, yeah. But when it came to like some things that he said about gender roles, some things like 
Yeah, let's yeah, let's true. clarify. There's yeah. clarify. And what I mean, gender we're not roles? trying to get canceled. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Even Andrew Tate, get him. <laughs> no, you know, I mean, when I say that, I'm in in reference to what he said to men, like get up, like stop being lazy. Yes, I take do accountability. agree. I do agree. Like, I would become, say the same thing. Become a valuable man. Yeah. yeah what? what? Invest in stock market? Invest in stock market oh and buy God. Bugattis and stuff. Stop <laughs> playing video no, games. That's, yeah. unrealistic. Yeah. that's unrealistic. That's unrealistic. <laughs> but, but like just about men becoming more valuable. And yeah. men nowadays don't really like care about that. You see so many guys like stuck in video games and like they don't even have a job living with their parents yeah. and never went to college. Like stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, okay. so you were on agree, right? He's like, yeah, but yeah. I think I want to take it back. Yeah, I, yeah, I, think, about that. I think I want to, I do want to take it back. I'm not even going to lie. Um, I'll probably go more towards the neutral or probably somewhat disagree. Why? Because mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah, you got to tell me what your train of thought here. I, I feel year. like it's a, it's a balance. I feel like it's a certain balance when it comes down to. Um. Dating as a Christian, you know, yes, a man is called to lead. A man is the head of the household. And the woman is supposed to... Um, be the helper. Yeah, be the helper, yeah. be the help me, and all that stuff. Yes, it's a balance. I just feel like if the woman doesn't overstep her boundary, as far as, I mean, as far as taking the leadership mm. in the relationship, then everything will work out. Mm. You feel me? Like, so, there's nothing wrong. I don't have a problem with my um, significant other, like, planning a date or right. um, making certain decisions. Because I'm not always going to have the answers. You get me? So she has to be there to be able to make a decision for me, If just in case, if I can't. You get me? But I just don't want her to take away from my leadership, me being the head mm, of I the see. house. Right. That, that's, that's all I really do you want. Think, do you think that men should have the final say? I think yes. Oh man, we're getting into a whole different area here. Okay, I I like the direction this is going, though. I agree with that (laughs) statement. Um, I guess it's just the way I kind of grew up with my parents and everything. I feel like, I feel like we kind of should have the final say in Mm -hmm. in a way, right? If if it's appropriate, then I guess you know we're like the last ones kind of standing. How you were kind of saying before, like, hey, like we're kind of like the people who just put ourselves out there in front of our wives, you know, protect them stuff like that. So I feel like we we should have that final say when appropriate. And yeah. like you can't have, um, babe. Give me, give me the uh, definition real quick of of uh, you know what I'm you know what I'm asking for for the helper. Oh, the, the true definition. Ayudante yeah. or like. So, the word helper, the Hebrew word helper is azer. A help, a helper is the same word used of God sixty six times in the scripture. Uh, the word azer, pronounced yeah, azer, speaks of God's strength, power, and protection. Right, right, right. And and you know, this could this could be the way I mean the way I interpret it is it's either spiritual warfare, you know, like uh <clears throat> what? I'm like it's all of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, so a woman a woman is not you know, because the English term helper, it just like makes it seem so yeah, little. Yeah. yeah right, that's right. another thing. Like our language is another aspect of it, but in reality, no like the woman's role and the man's role are equal. Right, right. right. And it, you Both know, and, and then a lot important. of that shows the the importance of equalities yeah. is shown here. Um, but 
helper doesn't just mean oh you know you're shut up you're just my helper go make yeah. a sandwich yeah, no, you no, know no, like no, no. <laughs> you know like although yes we're the head of the household and it's important for us to be the head so that way there's a final say because having you know when you have two leaders in a, in a position where, where what country has two presidents you get me like right. like you you can't have two governing yeah. leaders You're end up it's just heads exactly it's just crashing all the time yeah. so it helps when our helper or our warrior helper, I want to call it, is submissive and understands her role as yeah. well as a man understanding the woman's role. But now the man needs to understand that you might have the responsibility or the ability, let's say, as the final say, but there's so much more responsibility for us. Exactly. You got to lead your house spiritually yeah. and in this earth. Yeah. yeah, You get me? And that's a lot of pressure. You know, we're, we're in a position right now where men are kind of like, Oh well, you know it's a little easier to just lay back. Yeah. You get me? Like let me let me let my wife take a take take the leadership, and right. you know I just I it, it, you know, and that's why. What is it? And we have housewives, but now we have, um, house house husbands yeah, or house, how yeah. how that's is it called? That's, yeah, house husbands. Oh, yeah. stay at home husband. Yes, yes, that's a that's a thing, and it's yeah. becoming common. Wow. You know, this is like kind of like this new age where yeah. we're being progressive and, and stuff like how- that. Notice how, like, the traditional way, like, the biblical way is the man works, right? The man provides, even all the way till Adam, right? The man is providing. The woman is taking care of the household, right? Those are the roles that God set in place. And notice how now it's being twisted and it's being backwards. Yeah. And that's the nature of the world we're living in. That's the nature of the way Satan does things. Yeah. Is he twists things and he flips them on their head and just to be out of the biblical order. Like, even to the point where even in the satanic temple, they read, they take the Bible and they read it backwards and upside down. Yeah. Like, that's mm. that's oh, how messed up, like, the world is becoming. And people don't even realize it. They, yeah. they think, like, fe- the rise of feminism is all about equality when in reality, like, feminists are fighting to feel empowered when, when feminine women, like, feminine Christian women, they already feel empowered because of their femininity. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's. You should highlight that. That's really good. <laughs> yeah. That's really good. Yeah. So you know, and it's it's crazy, but this is this is the the reality that we're living in. So I wanted to add on to something. Go um, ahead. So okay, this is all great in terms of like in marriage, right? Now, what do you think of dating? You're dating someone. Yeah, yeah. Because we are stepping into yeah. we are stepping into marriage. marriage. Although although yeah. technically technically we need yeah, to understand great. though that that Christians, you know, we need to understand that. When you're dating, you're dating with purpose. Yeah, you're not just dating to mess around, which is why we're getting into the more serious topic of gender roles and house right. roles and stuff like that. But in the sense of dating, I think it's a little more lighthearted. You know, I think, yeah, yeah, I it, think, uh, it shouldn't be so hardcore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. I think dating. One thing I I heard and I definitely agree with is like, if you're in a relationship, you're not going to be submitting to your boyfriend because he's not your husband. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right? right. But. But you also have to, you can't take that to an extreme where like, oh, I'm never, I'm never going to submit to you because you're not my husband. But a bib, like a biblical man, and he's going to want to see that you are even capable of submission, mm-hmm. right? So you're going to have to like show it in some way. And he's going to have to show you in, the, in that same way that he's going to be responsible, a provider. Like it goes both ways. Like when you're dating and you're dating for marriage, you want to, you want to see that this person is going to be that life partner that's going to be able to stick with you throughout life like throughout the struggles of life and that's what a key characteristic of a good helper like they're going to help you in the roughest times you know they're not just going to leave or like 
or when you're in a low point, they're not they're gonna support you. Yeah, you know? and that's that I believe that's very um important. You know, as far as in dating as well, like, will you hold me down? Um, let's say if I'm if I'm jobless right now for for just a, temporarily, yeah, yeah. you know, um, can you hold me down in prayer? That's a big thing for me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm. If, if I can't if I can't pray for myself, can you pray for me? Because yes. I'm, I'm gonna need yeah. somebody. I'm gonna need someone to hold me down in prayer. Because we're not always gonna be able to pray for ourselves. You yeah. know, like it's those things that I look at. And it, you know, and that's where I determine, you know, okay, whether if this is good person is gonna be a life partner or not, yeah. you know, person. I think to me. I think one of the, the most important things that I looked at again, talking from the personal experience, um, that uh, that they absolutely put Jesus over everything, right. and that mm-hmm. they loved him more than they would ever even think of loving me. Yeah, because yeah. that shows that shows honestly like maturity. That shows you're mature in the spirit in a certain way. That shows that your priorities are in are right. Yeah. Like they're yeah. all in order. Yeah. Um, because we look at it now as as such a thing that's that's so light. Like everything's like so dating yeah. now is 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 very is very It's kinda like a joke now. Yeah. It's a joke. Like think you're with of it this as, person a couple months, boom. Yeah. Like that's, that's it. it. Yeah. And you're here for the experience and then you're yeah. gone. But yeah. I feel like we've lost that sensibility of dating with purpose again because because that's how christians we should be dating like we should be dating with hey you know one day you are gonna be my way for one day you could be that right right and in the bible there's no direct like wisdom or guidance on dating mainly because it's not something that happened back then right and that's also something we have to consider Mm -hmm. that you want to be like as a man you want to be ready Mm -hmm. right that's how it was you weren't going to get married back then and like, you're not ready for it. Like, same thing with a woman. Like, you're not going to get married when you're not ready for it. Because the guy, like, the man back then, if he's going to pursue, he's going to pursue someone that's that's already capable of that, you yeah. know? That's why I feel like dating at such a young age can be tough because you you don't know, like, how this person's going to turn out or whatever. Like, obviously, I know with you guys, you guys dated young and it worked out, thank God. But, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm saying it shouldn't be, like, a standard you know, like yeah. it should be like that's something you have to consider. Like if you're as a man, you're not ready. Like, why are you pursuing a woman that's when true. your purpose is marriage? That's as a true. Christian? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. All right. Uh, I would love to continue on with this one, but we got to we got to move <laughs> we on. We need a whole podcast. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, for just, this. just for that one. Right. <laughs> yeah, we need a whole podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, I don't want I don't want girls and, and you know, we'll end it here, but I don't want girls to think like, oh, no, you know, these guys are just like one sided, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. You know, we, we understand we're living in a world where both men and women work. Um, mm-hmm. And I believe in my household, at least, you know, my wife does have a say. She does yeah. bring in income. And in fact, I, could, I have no shame in saying she brings majority of the income or more income than I do. You get me? Yeah. Does it make her greater than me? No. We still have the roles. And when you allow the roles and when you allow the principles of God to enter into your home, Mm -hmm. things work out just better. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. All right. All right. So so moving into... It's perfectly fine for a Christian to date a non-Christian. So I want to bring up a story. I'm not going to name... Wait, wait. before you move into that, I just want to go into the polls real quick. Yeah. Yeah. So the stats say 33% agree. 33% of the people that voted agree that, yes, it is okay to date a non-Christian, while 67% disagreed. Go ahead. So I wanted to share a quick story. Um, I'm not going to name the names here. Um, But basically, 
the story started off as two people met in high school, right? One wasn't Christian, super atheist. One was Christian. The boy was Christian. The girl wasn't. And the boy um, just would like talk to her about God like the whole time. And she was just like, no, no, like stop bothering me. Like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to do that. Um, and so over time, like she got really annoyed and she confronted him. She was like, hey, like I'm going to like report you <laughs> because I don't want you talking to me anymore. Like this is crazy. You're talking about God. So he stopped for a while. Months later, something moved her in her heart to be, to be like, all right, you know what? Like I'm just to apologize. So she apologized to him and they became friends and she was open to the idea of learning and they actually started dating while she was like in that journey. Not Christian yet though. Yeah. Right, right. But she was on it. Um, and so eventually, you know, it impacted her so much, you know, the words that he was speaking to her and God literally, you know, having that vessel through him, right, and speaking to her, um, that she decided to pursue God on her own as well. It's not just, you know, oh, because my boyfriend is Christian, I'm I'm just gonna yeah. fall along with him. No, she was actually doing it on her own. And then after that, like, she got baptized. Like, she was, like, officially Christian. So, I don't know. When that story was told to me, when I met the people and they, and they were telling me about it, I kind of thought about it as, like, okay, like, this is this is one way where you can kind of think about it. Like, yeah. he kind right. of dated yeah, somebody who wasn't Christian. Right. Right? But it's rare, right? These situations, yeah. not they don't happen all the time. My opinion still stands with we shouldn't date. Okay, yeah, because that was, was my next question. Yeah. You know, has anyone changed their position since the definitely uh, doesn't change? But I, but I feel like this is an, an important story to highlight that it can happen. Okay, now I wanna I wanna actually because the thing is, you guys have have you ever dated anybody that wasn't Christian? No. But in, in Christianity or outside? Outside of Christianity. Have you dated someone? Because I know that you did. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, you know, because, yeah, yeah. you know, it says it here and I'll play the clip. I definitely agree because, you know, I come from both I come from both sides where I dated, you know, outside um, of Christianity and inside Christianity. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> we, yeah, yeah, we, we, we got the proof here, right? So, so for now, you said you, you, you come from both sides. What, what, what was your experience like? Okay, so um, dating outside of Christianity, it was definitely um, different as far as, like, the things that we did. You know, like, we would stay up. We'll be together. I mean, we'll be around, like, which hours, which is, like, 12 to, like, 5 a.m. around that time and things like that. Um, you know, we would be kissing, doing all that stuff, like, Falling into fornication, for now. Things, like, <laughs> <laughs> things like that. He's so free like, from uh, He's free. <laughs> Amen. Receive it. But um, that's what you know. Me dating outside of Christianity, things like that. That's what we would normally do. But then me dating inside Christianity it was completely different. We wasn't hanging out past twelve a.m. Right. Twelve a.m. at night, or um, or you know, really trying to kiss or like do things like that so it was mainly just trying to keep it pure and really stay and have christ in the middle yeah of uh, our relationship and so would you say that your relationship with god was hindered because of this yeah oh this? yeah for sure yeah like yeah. like was it an influence yeah, or like, you know um, was it just harder for you to just keep on track yeah it was very hard for me to keep on track i stopped praying i even walked away from church for like i think a whole entire month and then that whole entire month, I was being tormented in my mind. Like, it was so powerful, the torment of what I was going through. 
I was like, oh, yeah, no, I need to go back to church. Right. You know, I need right. to get up and go because I got to get free from this because it was right. so heavy on me. I felt heavy, and my mind was just heavy. I was like, yeah, no, let me get up and go. Right. So I got up, right. and I went to church, and ever since then, I never stopped going. Mm-hmm. You know? Nice, nice. Yeah. And, you know, and this goes back to what you were saying. Like, you know, you want to advise younger Christians to, yeah. to stay within yeah. because of that reason. Yeah. You know, you never really know. Like, I get it. You know, some people, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna read some of the comments that were made. But um, you know, I get it. Some people might not feel attracted to someone that's in the faith, or, or you just haven't found that, or you just haven't found. Why are you laughing? <laughs> because I know the response that you're going. At. Oh, okay, okay, I have a, yeah, yeah. I have a comment on this because they don't sound good. <laughs> you know, and, and I, like I get it. You know, attraction plays a big deal, yeah. a big thing, in, or a big role into finding somebody. And mm-hmm. you might not be attracted to somebody that's near you, right? So I understand that, but just understand that dating outside of the faith is a risk. Yeah. It's a risk of bad influence. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that, oh, you, you know, like you're, you're, you're just automatically assuming that this person is going to... No, what I'm, what I'm saying is, is that there's a possibility. Now, if God were to play his relationship on a possibility with you, do you think you'd be saved or not? You get me? Like, if he was yeah. so flip, uh, flipsy, flimsy with it, oh, you know, it shouldn't uh, be a gamble, you know, like, it's, like, it's not. It shouldn't be a gamble. It's Jesus like, Jesus was here to save us, and he did his job, he did his mission, and he saved us. Yeah. You get me? And we believe that, mm-hmm. right? Why can't we treat him with the same respect? Mm. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Come on now. Like, we can't, we can't expect to be used by God and still saying, oh, well, you know, like, I'm going to just put this portion of my life and take full control of it. And I'm, I'm allowed for me to do things the way I want to do. But, but this portion, you know, I can call it Christian. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, it, we, we can't really do that. Yeah, it's like you're you're taking this one area and you're separating God from it. You're ignoring mm-hmm. his guidance and his wisdom on it. And you're just, you think you know better, honestly. Right. Because that's really what it is. And you think you can, in like in your back, in the back of your head, you're like wondering, can I get away with this? Like, yeah, like like I've been attracted to to uh, girls who are in Christian, right? And like back in my high school days, I would talk to like there was one in particular that I tried to pursue, but it never went anyway. And I'm glad it never went anywhere. I mean, and I'm glad for that because now like I'm like no, like thank God, like I see like pictures she posts or whatever. Oh, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Well, there definitely you go. not. Like, well, there you go. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's just like we as men, like I'm going to speak as men, like we see pretty girls, like we're we're physically driven, you know, we see things that look good to us and we want it, you know, especially when it comes to girls. So attraction plays a major role in that. And we can't just go based on what we see, like physically, like mm-hmm. if their spiritual life is not there, we're, why are we... Why do we want that right, anyway? Right, right. Like it takes growth to to be attracted first to who they are, with their in their relationship with God, than who they are physically. Right. There's like there's like two type of Christians that I always like to say is there's Christians and there's Christinas. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's like the famous. That's like the Latin. That. that is so I've so that's like the Latin. Cristina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So that is like the Latin uh, uh, go-to response, right? Because yeah. Cristina is like because of that singer, Cristina. Um, no, no, no. It's just like a word that's oh, like similar to it, it, but it, it, but it doesn't mean that yeah. it's it. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I always put them. So in it's there. just like a you know like somebody that calls themselves Christian but really is they're not Christian. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I think yeah. that those, in my opinion, sorry, in, in my opinion, those are the most dangerous. <laughs> those are the most dangerous because yeah, they know I go to church. They I go know to church, the word. But they lead you astray. They know the word of God. Yeah. Yeah. They know what they're getting into. They 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 exactly know what they've been taught. It's like the right? same people who say, "Oh, I can do this because God's gonna forgive me." Right. Yeah. Like, oh, oh like my abuse, God, yeah. I give the benefit of, of the doubt to the people who don't know Jesus, but the people who don't know Jesus, y'all should yeah. know better. Yeah, yeah. like you're abusing grace and you're not. You're diminishing Jesus' sacrifice for yeah. us. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's just yeah. sad. Honestly. Yeah. So you said something that I want to bring up. How are those conversations with your parents or her parents are going to go? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if they come from a background that's very, like, the party, like, the smoke hookah, like, mm-hmm. we see everybody around here doing nowadays. Yeah. Um, how is that going to go when you want to pull her to church on a Friday? You know, like, this, this, this portion, like, especially where it says, what does your date's family life look like? What's mm. their background? You mm. said that. And I'm not sure where you stood on the line because, I, you know, obviously... Everyone here was on... Uh, oh, oh, highly disagree. Yes, oh, yeah. highly disagree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Because you, you were talking about how, you know, like, what would what does their family look like? You get me? Like, how would that conversation go if right. you were dating somebody that wasn't Christian and you were trying to explain that you're all Christian? Right. But their background comes from a place that, you know, a family that smokes hookah or like is constantly getting yeah, drunk or that, doing yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. You know, like you made a good point because it's like if you're going to pursue somebody that's outside of the faith, okay, what does their lifestyle look like? Right. You get me? And the reason why I'm bringing that up is because that lifestyle will will kind of play a role in whether or not that person might receive the word. Yeah. You get me? Because we're not blind to the fact that like you said that story the possibility of someone that's non-christian becoming christian we're not blind to that who are we to say that god can't work that way right but what does their lifestyle look like and whether or not that lifestyle might consume you right you know i I like to say this expect resistance because there's always going to be a band of a bandwidth of situations where you're going to get into that aren't going to benefit you spiritually or mentally yeah right you're going to go into a situation where you like this girl or you love her um, and you really want to get to know this person. And then when you get to meet what she's about, right, even let's put the girl you're interested in, right, away for a second. Let's just look at where she comes from, right, or like her family or her friends, some like of that. I'm a big believer in this. Like her friends say a big thing about who she's about, yeah. right? Um, like you could tell how how somebody is with, with, with the friends around. And yeah. if they're, if they choose a band of friends who necessarily aren't Christian, aren't following God, they're not involved with the word. They're not pushing her to be a godly woman. What's that to say about your relationship and how that's yeah. going to operate when you're like, Hey, let's go to church on Saturday or let's go to church on Sunday. What's going to happen? No, I'm yeah. going to go out partying with my girlfriends. Yeah. And that that's how it's going to be. That influence is just going to go right to you as exactly. well. Exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, well, if if you're like weak-minded, I guess it would go, right? Because, yeah. you know, a firm Christian wouldn't let that happen. Yeah. A, a firm Christian would, a first Christian, would peace a out. A firm Christian wouldn't even, even get there. Be with that girl that's, what the first yeah. Yeah. that's what I was getting to. They would peace out before yeah. they even yeah. they even see yeah. anything, right? But if you're in that situation, I know a, a lot of guys are right now. Right, because maybe their girl looks too good, or maybe they're afraid that they won't get somebody else. <laughs> definitely will, bro. Right, so I want to start getting into what our viewers are actually saying. Because, sure, you know, us four, we can have an opinion, 
but some people might not think like we do. And clearly, yeah. 33% of the people that, that saw this or that participated in the poll don't agree with us. Or they somewhat agree with us. Um, and so I want <laughs> to... I'll elaborate on that a little bit more. So I want to get into some of the comments that were made. Uh, this person, let me see. Did they disagree? I mean, did they agree? No, they disagreed. But they felt that they should say this. So this person said, it's a guy, by the way, mm. not perfectly fine, but there will be situations where it may happen and it's okay. That's for, what he's saying. For what? To, to date oh. uh, oh, a non-Christian. Okay, okay. So this yeah, is kind of going story, back to what yeah, you were saying. It may happen. You know, like, there, yeah. there might be a situation where it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, then another person said, I think it's fine to have crushes, but, uh, but dating is usually for marriage, so I don't agree. Yeah, True. it's That's what we said. What you know, saying, yeah. we if you're in a dating, it's because you're dating with purpose. Exactly. Christians don't yeah. date to fling around. This isn't a Tinder. Mm-hmm. Do you get me? Like, we're not swiping here. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, <laughs> Come on now. Honestly, we should like as Christians. I feel like this is something that's really been like, like, I've been like gaining new revelation on. It's like we really should be minimizing the amount of like relationships, like dating relationships we have. Like, yeah. Like I don't, I don't see the need. Like you don't need to pursue four girls before finding like, yeah, the fifth. You know. Yeah, I, yeah, I like, get it. I mean, just, I, I, listen, we started, we started at fourteen, and I had that mindset right away, yeah. where it's like, That's it's big, like, no, man. like, like yeah. you're, That's and I told her at fourteen. I mean, I shouldn't have done this because anybody <laughs> could get freaked out, right? Traumatized. Like, yeah. You traumatized. Yeah, you know, like she got a little freaked out, right? But I was like, no, you're my wife. You get me like me yeah. yeah, at fourteen. You like my, my her mom would say, "Tu eres un mocoso." Like you get me <laughs> like you just you just like some. Yeah. How would you say that in English? Like you can't even like clean your own boogers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you get me like a baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm over here saying, yeah. "No, that's my wife." But you know what's crazy? No, even at fourteen, you had a purpose, though. Yeah. Right, exactly. right, you know I mean? right. You know, it's just it comes down to mentality. But right. as Christians, again, we have to date with purpose. Yeah. yeah. Um, so another person said this person would be uh, on our side mm-hmm. and would say a relationship on earth should reflect your relationship with God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is very yeah. true. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, that's a true. big one, man. We could peel back layers to yeah. that. But yeah. it's but it's it's so simple even in like the simplest mannerisms, right? How you communicate is so big yeah. on how it reflects with God. Like yeah. how how you're doing with God. If a relationship usually has like great communication, Obviously, you're Christian. You're obviously talking to her. I'm assuming that you'd have a pretty good communication yeah. Yeah. with God, right? Yeah. But if, if it's if it's flimsy, if it's like, you know, I'm not being honest all the time or I'm not really communicating or I don't express my emotions, well, yeah. maybe you're not expressing your emotions to yeah. who you're supposed and to be. And one thing yeah. about honesty is I heard a psychologist say this, is that it's hard to be honest when you're afraid someone's going to run away or like when they can run away. You know what I mean? Like... If you as a man or as a woman and you're in a relationship and you have a fear that if you're honest with this person about this thing, they're just going to leave or they're going to be like, oh, like I don't want this relationship anymore. That's like super tough. Like yeah. it, it, it may influence you to not tell the truth. And I think that's why dating with purpose is very important because in a marriage, when you've made that commitment, it's not a small commitment. Yeah. So you work through everything. And that's why when we model a marriage relationship in our dating, our mindset, both both the woman and the man's mindset should be on fixing any problems and working through our problems and not yeah. working and not finding ways out of them. Right. Yeah. You guys are a team. It's it's yeah. it's, yeah. it's 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 you guys versus a problem, not yeah. exactly not y'all not versus just, each yeah. other. Yeah. Yeah. So so all right. So this person would be technically agreeing. 
Mm. Um, they're saying there's Christians dating non-Christians with non-Christians willing, willing to get into church. You know, and that, again, that goes back to uh, what we were saying before. It's all situational. Right. But there's, there's, there's a portion here because now I'm going to get into a female that responded mm. and she agreed, but she's agreeing by experience. Okay. And this experience, I want anybody who agrees with, with dating non-Christians, I want to, them to take this and understand that this experience is situational as well. Right. Right. So this person saying people pursuing a non-Christian partner should feel it out and see if the person you're will you're with is willing to attend church. Once there, ask God for direction and be prepared to hear what he has to say, no matter what. Um, I also want to point out, and like I said before, you know, this person is married to said that that guy. You get me? And they're Christian? Both of them? They're both Christian. Okay. They're married, successful marriage, kids and everything, right? Nice. Now, I do want to point out the situation or the background of this man. Father and mother, both Christians, grew up in Christian in Christianity, but he did not want anything to do with it. Also, he separated himself. He didn't want anything to do with it, so he was living a non-Christian life. Now, in that situation, the man knows the word because his mother and his father breathed the word. You get me like, no, let me not say breathe the word before keyboard warriors start attacking me. But they they <laughs> live the word. God. <laughs> right. They 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 live the word, they live by the word. You get me? So he has positive influence around them. Therefore, he's more likely to go to church. So in her situation, it worked out for her because of his background. And going back again to what you were saying, what does that person's background look like? Right. And that will determine whether or not that person might actually become Christian. He definitely had the upper hand there. He had inst yeah. instruction yeah. from his parents. So the, his parents are the goat right yeah. there for doing that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and you know, and I and I yeah. and I love that she said this. Ask God for direction. Yeah. yeah because yeah. a lot of us will say, Oh, well, I'm praying on it. Are you praying on it really? Are or are you, you making a decision and praying on it? Mm. But you're making the decision anyway. That's are you praying one, as you're like, like it's like it's like, oh no, I'm praying on it, but you know, like we're we're still dating, but, you, yeah. but I'm yeah. praying on it. Yeah. I feel like some people pray and they go like God. Let you just let it be your will, but I have my answer. Right, right. Yeah. right. I have my personal let it, answer. Let this it be your want, will, but, but I'm still gonna act on my right, will. Yeah. It's just you know, like I know you're gonna do your let thing. Let me tell you, mm -hmm. you're never gonna get your answer. <laughs> I, I no. feel like with people like that, um, they just they even though they already have their answer already made up, they just throw God onto it. They just want God to be in agreement Kinda with their like will. To justify, mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's yes, yeah. It's like you're the lawyer trying to pursue. Trying to pursue the juror, like, yeah. hey, or the, the the jury, sorry, like, hey, you guys should believe me, but it's like, right? Are you for real? Right. Like, yeah. Come on. Yeah. yeah right. And uh, one thing that definitely helps me with when it comes to that is just praying for God's will to be done. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I can have in my mind like I want this thing, but if in reality this thing is gonna harm me or hold me back, then I don't want it. Yeah. You know? And only God knows. Like He has our lives planned out, so He's. His will, sorry. His will ultimately is what we should really desire. Yeah. yeah. And it also it just reminds me about um that scripture we had brought up in um mm. in Bible study. Yeah. A man makes his plea. Yeah, but yes. Proverbs oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Hey, come um, on now. But the Lord it's always it's the Lord who determines his steps. Yes. And it's very mm -hmm. important, going back to your point of what you were saying, you know. Um, it's very important for us to seek God on whatever it is that we do. 
you know, as far as, you know, in dating, you know, as you said, this person can, you may think that person is good for you, mm-hmm. but in God's eyes, this person will do a lot of harm. Yeah. You and, get me? And I think if you separate yourself from that person and you really, like, really deeply reflect, you're like, think back and you'll be like, yeah, like, this person was holding me back yeah. in a lot mm. of areas. Yeah. Like, oh, especially man. as a non-Christian. Oh, like, yeah. How, are, how do you want a Christian girl, like, she doesn't pray, right? <laughs> she doesn't even know God. Mm-hmm. Like, and you want to trust her to raise your kids or even trust her to take care of you? Let me like, tell you, from personal experience, after getting out of that whole mess mm-hmm. that I went through, you know, when I was yeah. a kid and, and everything... Let me tell you, doors opened up without me having to do anything. Yeah. I had to really let go of some things that I really cared about, right? Like, I really was attached to. And it was yeah. so hard, right? Mm-hmm. In the in the beginning, of course. But it felt so freeing when I could finally say, I'm free. Amen. When I could finally yeah. say, like, hey, like, these things aren't holding me back anymore. These things, yeah. like, I am I could be, like, like fully myself yeah, and now. And it takes yeah. trust. It take, you have to trust Big God trust. That, yeah. that he has you in his hands. Because you're you're walking, like, I like to think of this analogy. I'm walking on, like, a tightrope. Mist is all around. Down there, it seems like 60 feet down below to your death. But in reality, it's like a little step. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And there's no mist. It's just you walking on, like, wood or something like that or walking on a, st- a firm platform so to mm-hmm. speak that's how I always think of it yeah I mean yeah. if we're gonna allow God's perfect will into our life yeah. we, we have to walk that yeah, way yeah, too yeah you know but alright alright so moving into the next statement I'm comfortable talking about my struggles with other Christians 82% of the people agreed that they can meanwhile 18% of the people said they couldn't I want to point out something that you said actually <laughs> Right, it's always you. No, but you said something. You said something that was interesting uh, because I think a lot of people can resonate with this, and even I do. You know, Mm. and I'll and I'll bring up my stories. But um, you talked about betrayal. My personal experience. um, I've been all my friends. Well, basically, all my friends growing up were like Christian. I don't know in my old church and stuff like that, and 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 everything. But I've been. I've experienced a lot of betrayal. I want to be over there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's that's my goal to be in that highly agree because I feel like as Christians, we should just come up to each other and be like, yo, what's up? How are we doing? Have a you know nice dinner or whatever, and then you guys can share some stuff and that's yeah. it. And you you seem to have stand firm. You you definitely wanted to, you know, be able to. Yeah. But you talked about this betrayal. Is it okay to step in that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Right. Yeah. Um, I probably won't get into the maximum amount of details, right, right. right? To save face for everyone, you know, that was involved, right? But um, I still stand with the fact that I really do want to be on that side. When I think I think I was talking to EJ right okay. there, and I was facing him, and I was like, "Dude, I really want to be there, right?" And I know that eventually I will be there. Yeah. Like that—that that is my goal because I do want to. We're supposed to trust other Christians. We're supposed to confide in them. I'm supposed to confide in all these people in, in the room right now because we're from the same faith. Yeah. We're brothers and sisters, and yeah. that's that's how that's how it's supposed to be. But because I'm, you know, because it was so kind of recent and it was like, it, it's just still clouding me, right? You know, betrayal, right? When someone wants to be there for you or says they, matter of fact, they say that they are going to be there and they're not. And then they abandon you in, in, in every single sense, right? It's, it's, it's something that hurts, especially yeah. as, you know, because I'm young, right? We 
think everything's the end. <laughs> Sometimes, right? We, yeah, the, we, you know, we can be a little dramatic. Yeah. We can be dramatic, right? And, and I think we're, we're a little bit more dramatic when we're younger because we think that everything's going to fall apart and we're not going to have a life. And it's like, yeah. we need to step back and look at perspective and be like, all right, this isn't the end of everything. You know what I mean? So that whole betrayal part was just something so, it just impacted me in a really deep way that it kind of, I, I lost my faith. Not, not faith like that, but I lost my faith in Christian in, people. In people, yeah. Oh, in Christian yeah. people. Yeah, no, I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> nowhere near that. Um, but I lost my faith in Christian people because I was like, out of all the people that I would yeah. expect. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. Like, yeah. Christian people really do that? Yeah. yeah. And it goes back to what we said in the beginning. Like, Christian people, we're not perfect. Like, we, we're just people as well. Exactly. Like, and, and, and that's so important that you said that because that was my next thought. Like, yeah. God, take these thoughts away from me that I dislike them, that I even to a point hate them because that's not from you. That's yeah. from the enemy. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the first steps that I had to take to heal because it, now I am healed. Right. But when it, when, right. When the question came up, I just thought about a time that it happened. Right. So that's why I disagreed. Mm -hmm. But now standing, you know, here, sitting here with all you guys, like it has been a, huge healing process to get there because I had to ask myself some really hard questions and some questions that I didn't even want to ask myself. Like I asked myself like, yo, like I think I should be feeling like this. Like I have the, I have the right to be feeling like this, but guess what? I don't because hate should not exist within Christians. Right. That's something that's that should true. be disbanded forever. That's yeah. not, that's not real. Um, and so I had to really go through a process of forgiving them. And sometimes forgiveness doesn't always come with having a conversation in person. Yeah. Sometimes forgiveness just comes from your heart, man. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's it. Very true. Wow. Yeah. God, I, I know you want to yeah, say something. True, to <laughs> bringing you bringing up this whole forgiveness stuff is yeah. like, you know, it's very true. Because as much as we want to have a conversation with that person, Ooh, yeah, it might not happen, and we have to settle that thing in our hearts mm -hmm. to be like, you know what, I forgive. Although I'm, I know we're not gonna have a conversation. I forgive you. You know, and that's how you know a person is mature in Christ. Yes. You get me? You know, it's just being able to forgive although we didn't speak. Being able to forgive although I didn't hear that I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, being able to forgive in spite of, you know, and that's true love. You know, that's that's the, um, if that's the right word, exemplant, exemption. Exemplifying? Uh, exemplifying. That's what I'm looking for. That's, um, that's what, what um, Christ is. Um, wanted us to do. God's word literally says, you know, forgive so um, so the Father in heaven could forgive us. But also, he also says, you know, when Peter asked him, you know, Lord, I mean, well, Jesus, um, how many times must I forgive someone who sins against me? Mm -hmm. He says seven times 70. Mm -hmm. That means, you know, consistently, if y'all didn't yeah, know. Yeah. But like, um, you know, it's just, it's just very true. No matter what people do to us, Christian or non-Christian, we just have to continue to forgive, yeah. you know? And it's hard because it's just like, you ha you have a right. You have yeah. a, you have a right to feel some type and, and of way. You we, get me? We we feel like we're entitled to that to that feeling of of hate or right. whatever. But we're we're not absolutely. Yeah. We're su yeah. we're supposed to let that go. As hard as it is, we are meant to let it go. Yeah. And I want to bring up another quick story. I had a good friend of mine. His father was never present in his life at all. From a little kid, never present in his life. He was always doing things out on the street, and he went to jail. Right. And he's still in jail as we're speaking. And my good friend, he, he never had a chance to have a father and son moment. And that affected him growing up. He went through a long journey of ups and downs and 
all that stuff. But he told me something really important because I was just getting out of that betrayal stage and he was telling me this whole story and I was like, yo, you should write a book about it. But, <laughs> um, but he was telling me, he was like, one of the most important things and one of the hardest questions you're going to ask yourself is, and you really got to ask yourself is, you're probably never going to get that conversation. Yeah. Or you're probably never going to get that front-to-front connection with that person or with that situation again. Mm-hmm. And I had to sit there and really think like, like the silence just poured in because I was like, God, all I want is a conversation. Mm-hmm. All I all I want is the why. Yeah. yeah. Big why. Yeah. And just a peace came over me because it was like, it was like God saying, but I'm greater than that. But my my forgiveness, my glory, my power over oversteps over anything that you're feeling right now. And yeah. that's more important than what you're feeling right now. What you're feeling right now is temporary. But what I have for you behind that closed door is forever. Yeah. And I think that's what really spoke to me about like, and then to kind of wrap up that story what I was saying before, it was like, I truly forgave them yeah. without ever having a conversation. Yeah. Without, without ever having a connection or a moment or a sit down to talk about it. I was like, Lord, like, if that person were to ever come back, I think it, we'd just have a normal conversation mm-hmm. and yeah. probably wouldn't even bring up what happened in the past because it was like, that's pointless. Right. Yeah. Right. And so, so now that you're in this stage of forgiveness, yeah, does that open the opportunity to allow other Christians into your life? I think, I think now that, you know, cause it's in the past, right. I think I am getting closer to that side where EJ was at. Um, definitely not a hundred percent there yet. Right? Yeah. There's still a process to get there. But it's definitely looking in the right direction because, well, let's look at this room right now, right? You guys, right? This is like you you created an open space for Christians to talk about in this podcast. And to me, that's like huge because that's just, that can push people who are watching and who are here in this in this chair right now, who, who you bring in, in and out, right? That pushes Christians to just think alike and get closer to be like, hey, mm-hmm. well, this guy kind of thinks similar to me. Why, why can't yeah. I confide in him? You know what I mean? Right. So that the, this is like a huge example of, of how Christians should pursue connection and how they should pursue, right, um, getting together and, and being in like a fellowship, which is yeah. super important. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's great. Um, I, I wanted you, to ask some. Go ahead, quick. go ahead. Because um, I was thinking as you was talking, um, when you was, even if, if you did get that conversation, right. you know, and it wasn't what, what you wanted to hear. Yeah. How would you have felt? I think, I think if I if I were to ever get that conversation back again or whatever, right? Because it was with multiple individuals. Um, if I were to ever get that conversation back, and I didn't really get what I wanted to hear, you know, I wouldn't really necessarily be mad or just feel anything because there's already forgiveness in me. So I it, it, it kind of just be like another conversation yeah. to be honest. It kind of just be like, all right, cool, like you know, this was great. But we're gonna move on. You know what I mean? We're gonna we're gonna keep pursuing whatever we want to pursue, right? Because okay. it's just it's just a conversation. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to point out something that you actually said, Corollas. I also wish I could be over there, and it's just hard for me sometimes. But I know it's important. What would you say is the importance in seeking uh, that 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 ability to confine into other Christians? Okay. Well, first thing that comes to mind is like we. Sw- spoke earlier about correction sometimes we don't see our own errors our own faults and it can be hard to admit that we like have areas where we need improvement you know so having someone like a good friend who isn't afraid of confronting you about those things lovingly and with grace Mm -hmm. that is very important or having someone from church who's not afraid of 
coming to you and be like, hey, you ever thought about this? Or maybe you ever thought that what that is what you're doing right now? Do you ever did you ever think that is this really biblical? You know, sometimes we really need that. And I have a good friend who does that with me. And then I'm always like, hmm, like maybe like I consider it. Right. I'm like, yeah, maybe he's right. And even if I initially I'm like, really? Like, do I really do that? Like, I won't blow it off because he could be seeing something that I'm not seeing. Mm -hmm. And it goes both ways. I could see something that he's not seeing. Yeah. And as Christians and as humans, we have to be constantly wanting to improve and grow and be better. And we really need like a support system who's not afraid of offending us. Like right. yeah. this like this is something that's a big issue nowadays. Like yeah, even, everybody's, even in the everybody's Christian too community. sensitive. Yeah. Stepping yeah. on yeah. toes. Like. Even in the Christian community, like like a pastor could be afraid to confront like someone from the congregation because they or don't want to Or their church in them. general. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or, yeah. Like, yeah. or yeah. culture of the church. I mean, I look at big celebrity, uh, yeah. not celebrity pastors, but right. mega churches. They don't really talk about sin yeah. or yeah. dive into any of the ugly stuff because they're afraid that, you know, some people, people. Exactly. Yeah, they yeah. Preach, some people might step away because ah, that's not my style of church. Yeah. They preach a watered down. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there was, there was, a, there was a joke on like, on like Valentine's Day talking about like Joel Osteen. Wow. You know what I'm talking about, right? The one about, I, I, I want to love you or something like that, but I, I got to take the context out of you or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> where, where, what is this? That was you, funny. What is that? that? <laughs> I, have, I didn't see that. <laughs> that was mad funny. <laughs> See, we joke about Wait, it. Wait, where where does Joel Osteen fit in that? Because his his he's, all his he's, sermons are down. It really yeah. watered it's down. Very oh, he's the one that said this. No, 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 no. no. It was imagine no, that would have been crazy. <laughs> Confession. Yeah. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Yeah. yeah. So like we laugh about it, but we all know like it's true. It's like, true. Yeah. Yeah. He has one of the biggest mega churches yeah. in the U.S. Yeah, it's huge. And literally, most of his sermons, or literally almost all of his sermons have no real biblical yeah, teaching. Yeah. They're like the power of God or like the glory of God or how this can like save Yeah, but he twists it. it. Like it, he took yeah, he took the he took the story down. of uh David and Bathsheba and the death of the child. He took that and twisted it as David remaining in faith with God because he didn't get upset that the child was dead. Like like what? Like no. how do you take something like yeah. that yeah. and twist it all that way? And bring it to to this like yeah, yeah like it's such a big focus on positivity and yeah, all the stuff when sometimes yeah. when most of the time what we need is a direct confrontation yeah. Yeah. of our sin because that's what the gospel right. is meant to do it's supposed to confront us about our sin and it's supposed to lead us to repentance and mm -hmm. a change of mind entirely and a change of our actions and yeah that is something that's really missing yeah and and you know and that goes back to what I was saying before the importance of correction. We, yeah. knew to, we need to allow correction into our life. Mm -hmm. yeah. We're not always going to be 100% on everything we say or everything yeah. we believe on. But if we allow correction to come into our life, we're allowing God's will, because mm -hmm. it is God's will, yeah. to surround ourselves with wise people. Exactly. Why? Because we need to... It, there's a reason why he says in Proverbs, the wise seek the wise. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You get me? No one fully knows everything and anything. Yeah. That's God's position. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want. Like, I don't think any of us want that. Yeah. Like that weight. Like, imagine knowing every single thing. Nah. Yeah. Like, yeah. We'd go crazy. You know. Yeah. We go insane. Like, God, yeah. we we're ignorant for a reason, and we're ignorant to a lot of things, and even about ourselves, because maybe God's going to use that to let you grow. Maybe God's going to use that to promote growth and to promote um, progress in your life. Like, if you're someone who can't take correction or can't even be like, hey, like, 
like maybe you're doing this wrong like that really shows pride and it yeah. shows like a yeah. lack of ability to right. just be humble you're putting and your humanness you, yeah. instead of your spiritualness yeah. how do you expect to grow if yeah. you can't if you won't allow correction yeah or if right. you think you're perfect or whatever it is yeah. like it's or you're afraid of messing up <laughs> like even even like you could think you can be aware that yeah i'm not i'm not perfect i'm human but if you're afraid of making mistakes like it's another thing because You'll you'll be stuck in this mindset of um, oh I'm afraid of making mistakes and you'll be moving throughout life with like you want to make sure everything you do is perfect right so when someone comes and you're like hey you messed up here you did this wrong in your mind you're like but wait I thought about that before I did it because I wanted to do it right yeah. but really you still could mess up like and all this is to say you know this is why it's important to seek other Christians to be able to speak about your struggles yeah. you know. There was, and this is, I want to go into something that someone said as one of our viewers. She said, I feel like some Christians are chismosos, gossipers. Um, For example, one time for choir rehearsal, the worship team was practicing for the song for service. And I heard a church member say, how could they let her sing knowing her past? She used to do X, Y, Z. Whoa. You know, That's and judging. That's it's judging. judgment. You yeah, get me? Like no. it's it's you're judging. That's not good. And how th- this is this is why it becomes an issue for Christians seeking other Christians. Yeah. This is why it's an issue for Christians opening up about their past and saying I've been freed. Because mm-hmm. some other people will actually take that as a form of gossip and say, "Oh, did you know that this person used to do this?" Yeah, yeah. And it, you have to understand that this person is free. That's right. how people become church hurt. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly how people get church hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, and you mentioned something. You mentioned something, and you said, or, "You know, there's people that's waiting for you to fall." You get me, like, "Oh, you're supposed to be a Christian. Mm-hmm. You know, why are you doing this? You know, like a lot yeah. Of people, yeah, yeah and people me. forget that's true that we struggle. Exactly. You know, it, just because we in Christ." Don't mean everything is gonna be Come on. better. Yeah. You get what People I'm saying? We struggle just as much as somebody outside of the world would struggle. Yeah. You get I me? Mean? Just because we have this Christian walk, and I'm talking, you know, a real Christian, mm-hmm. you know, like like us. Let's say we we try our best to walk the way Jesus would walk. We we do our best to follow the gospel. We do our best to use sound doctrine, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not to say we're not going to fall tomorrow, yeah. or that's not right. going to say yeah. that's not to say that we might just say something in the next five minutes that's yeah. completely yeah. utter trash. You yeah, get me? I would say foreshadowing, right? Just foreshadowing. But anyway, I would say that we struggle more than those in the world because those in the world don't care. At the end of the day, that's true. Like, that is true. We we have a sense of what's right and wrong, and that's and because we love God, we don't want to do wrong. You know, yeah. so we right. move like we move with him and we want to do right by him we want to bring him glory yeah so that can be a struggle because again like we are not perfect but you have to realize that even if someone is going to gossip about you at the end of the day what should matter most to you is how are you really like what is really your state yeah the state of your relationship with god yeah yeah that's true Mm. you know um i also want to point out a verse there's two verses that I have for that specific uh, situation. And it's and w- the first one is James 4.11. Brothers and sisters, do not slander one another. Mm-hmm. Anyone who speaks against a brother or sister or judges them speaks against the law and judges it. When you judge the law, you are not keeping it, but sitting in judgment on it. Mm-hmm. So in a sense, you're sinning by judging others. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we need to encourage each other. You know, and this goes into the next verse. 
Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up, just as you are doing. Mm-hmm. That's First uh, Thessalonians five eleven. And by the way, that is written by Paul. And if you guys don't know, Paul yeah. is the person who crucified Christians. Could you imagine if God didn't use Paul just mm. because of his past? Mm. Yeah. Paul is a major contributor to the yeah. Bible that yeah. we use. Uh, the Bible that 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 person who judged another person used in a way to like say, oh, well, I'm I'm better. Or how can we do this? Because, you know, the Bibles would look at her as a sinful person. You get me? The same Bible that was written or helped being written by Paul, who was a crucifer of, of right, crucifier. a crucifier, a murderer Murder. of Christians, is being used by God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who's to say? Yeah. So so who are we to like judge who God uses? Right. If you look at the Bible, God uses He takes broken vessels and He raises all them the up time to display His glory all the time. Right. And Consistent. And because of that, we we should show grace to people who are in leadership and people who serve in the church. And because we want also that grace when if we're in that position as well. Uh, but we also can't forget that there's guidance, that God gives us guidance on how the leader should be, who the leader should be. Like when it comes to specifically, like let's say when it comes to pastors, a man of one wife, he should be faithful to his wife. You know, he should be a man without blame like blameless he shouldn't have any be he shouldn't be a scandalous guy you know and when it comes to like choosing a leader in a church especially like a pastor that's important because you don't want that's a representation of your congregation and that's a representation of who of not only your congregation but who the leadership above him what they value and what they care about right right yeah um you know, and, and uh, oh, wait, did you guys want to add something? Because I'm about to close up this statement. No? I, I think I think it was pretty good. <laughs> okay. All right. I think it right. summed up pretty good. <laughs> All right. Good. So I just want to add something. And I think this was this is a great way to close this because uh, it's kind of like, in a sense, advice. So this, this uh, viewer commented, people find it easier to speak to non-Christians because they won't feel judged. You know, that that's actually very common. Because, like you were saying, oh, people that are not Christian, they don't have to worry about it, yeah. right. right? They don't have to care. It's not a struggle to them because to them it's just living, yeah. right? Yeah. But then they say, but in reality, they're just venting because they won't receive any spiritual advice or a solution of the weight that comes from the Bible. Yeah. yeah that can be- uh, some Christians often need redirection to Jesus. Yeah. You know, and this is to say this is the importance of seeking other Christians to confide in because they will redirect you. Right. But we also have to allow that redirection. Mm -hmm. We can't get butthurt. We can't get sensitive. Right. Or like one thing I heard is uh, the Holy spirit will correct me, but it's like, Bro, like, no, like, this is this yeah, is why whole, this is yeah. why God allows us to congregate and exactly. be encouraged exactly. by others. Exactly. You get me? Because we allow correction with within people on this earth. Mm-hmm. You get me? Yeah. We're supposed to be we're we're supposed to be able to receive that correction and accept it because yes. there are other Christians. They also have the Holy Spirit. Yes. Like, yeah. They guide you as well. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? That's yeah. Like, so so whoever is actually struggling in this and i know that i have because i've i've been in positions where i felt betrayed mm. where people have literally talked behind my back and i've had to just bite my tongue and just let it oh, pass those are the worst ones. you get me mm-hmm. and and although you know that they're talking behind your back you kind of just have to let it go mm-hmm. right because you have to understand that w- nobody's perfect but it's important either way 
to find yourself in a position where you can where you can have a conversation with another Christian and say, hey, you know, what do you think about this? It's kind of like an accountability partner, you know, yeah. and I and I have that with several different uh, Christians That's today. Really Today, though, yeah. only today, because mm-hmm. back then, I want to say two years ago, I would say, no, I, I I, don't even want to talk to anybody. The only person I need is my wife, and that's why God blessed me with her, right? <laughs> but there's an importance in in females, <laughs> in females seeking female advice and males seeking male advice right. Right. because there's different perspectives. You know, coming from a man, you might, you if, if a guy were to go to a girl and try to get advice, you might not get, you might not get that aggression that you yeah. truly need. Mm-hmm. Right, you yeah. get like a, a watered right, watered it, down more, version. No, I think it would be like what you said, a little bit more graceful. Yeah, or yeah. nice, or like yeah. girls, it, girls really care about preserving. But guys, feelings. guys need to get, guys do not nah, care. Bro, just, guys sometimes yeah, yeah. need to get punched in their face That's, with something. Yeah, yeah. Yo, I was literally about to say that. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. And whereas, whereas a girl, if girls are seeking a guy's advice, that guy might be too harsh, and then you might get hurt by that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so it, it's important to find someone in your circle, and sometimes you know within your gender. Yeah. You know. Um, I wanted to add something. I was on my phone and it was a scripture playing over my head, and um, it said Proverbs. It's Proverbs twenty seven. It's um, it's um. It, hold on, I forget which translation I want though. <laughs> um, and I'm doing um NLT, but it says wounds from a sincere friend are better than many kisses from an enemy, Oof. and. You know, with that, is, we we're talking about whole cor- with correction and things like that. Yeah. Being having having friends, you know, being there to correct us. Like, as if we're not willing to receive, how are we going to receive that correction? Of course. And then number two, um, it's it's not going to bless you in any way. Yeah, it's not. I re- I lost my point. No, no, no. It, it, yeah. it, I understand, but I know where you were going with it yeah. because if you're getting kissed by the enemy. You get me. You're not gonna be blessed by, it, although it might feel nice. Yeah. You know, you're you're seeking advice from, let's say, somebody that's not of the faith, and mm-hmm. somebody that's just gonna, like, let's say, oh, yo, like, you know, like, I, I just want to punch this person. Yeah, yeah, bro, like, you should just do it. Yo, you should just do it. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I help you. Let's let's like do it yes together, man. Like, yeah. they, right? They yeah. You get me. You might get backed up by this yeah. person. You might get. You might feel like, oh yeah, they're my homie. They got me, right? But at the end of the day, they're not truly yeah, helping you yeah. as a Christian. Right. You're not being blessed by that in any way. Yeah. Whereas like, another person, whereas another Christian, you might not get what you want to actually receive at that moment. Yeah. But you're going to look down the line and say, dang, yo, like, thank yeah. God I have you as a yeah, friend. Yeah. yeah, like if you look at the verse, wounds from a sincere friend. Yeah. So sometimes receiving that correction can hurt. Yeah. yeah. You know, but those wounds are going to heal when you yeah. grow and you move past and you're really taking that correction. And you. It's very true grow from it, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so to close off this statement, I just want to read uh, a comment from one of the viewers. They said, I'm closed off about feelings in general. I'm not for the judgment. Uh, my response to that would be make sure that it's actual judgment that you're not for, or, you know, you, you have to determine whether that's judgment or it's correction. Mm. You understand? Cause yeah. like, like we were talking about, we have to allow correction into our life. But sometimes that correction correction might look like judgment, but really that person's trying to help you out. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Correction is never pleasant. You know. Yeah. But you you if you're gonna close off even correction, then everything is gonna look like judgment. Mm-hmm. But you're never gonna allow yourself to grow. I think exactly. it's because of the way that someone speaks to you. Yeah. Was, Tone is so important. That is true. Because that is true. A lot of people who are Christian or whatever, um, and someone else who's Christian. 
and this actually this just goes beyond anything person to person whatever you're christian or not the tone of a person matters when you talk to somebody body movements eye contact mm-hmm. matters yeah because if it's genuine correction i feel like that will be expressed within your face and with your body yeah if it's judgment you'll see them coming like a snake you'll see them coming like yeah. they have intentions yeah. to do more than what they about, are there to do this? how about this in my in my mind i was i was going towards that as well like how someone's speaking and sometimes not everyone's a great communicator so they could be they could be trying to really provide you with biblical correction but you take it as judgment and yeah. in that in that moment they could really be trying to help you, you know? right but because they're they lack the ability to communicate properly it just doesn't come off the right way so yeah. we have to also have patience and maybe maybe what we initially hear is is like like sets a red flag. Yeah, maybe we have but, to sink in it for yeah, a little bit. Or we, we ask them more questions like, okay, like, can you elaborate? Can you let me know like what exactly do you mean? Like just like have a conversation. We don't yeah. always have to be so hostile or defensive about everything. Yeah, know? but I, that's true. I always feel like this. If if it's true correction, then it's it's coming from God. You will definitely feel some type yeah. of peace. But yeah. you don't always no. No, I think I think you I, see. I see where he's coming from. I see, yeah, I, I agree. Because it's it's like to an extent. It's like it might not be right in the instant, exactly. Because okay. you're you might okay. take it as like a sour thing right. to hear. Okay, I, but I would later agree with on, that. later I would on, you'd be that. like, I'm not saying you're, that you feel that, it in the moment. I, like, I feel like okay. I feel right. like the spirit will, will start working saying. in you. Yeah. I feel exactly. like the spirit yeah, will start exactly. working but in you. But if that word meant something, it's a seed that's meant to grow right. into exactly, exactly, exactly. And that's where I was going. Yeah. In that moment, it might not be because all you're taking it is for face value, and it's like it's like, bro, like how could you say something like that? But then God, you if. God will, God has such a beautiful way of doing things, but he will start working in you. Yeah. And then and it will start giving yeah. you that sense of yeah. peace. Like, Somebody said, sometimes you're limited to your own church and they're not always cute. Okay. <laughs> like, hey. like that's why, that's why I Christianity think, makes I think that's valid, bro. So <laughs> the way a Christian girl dresses <laughs> matters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have muscles and because I just come off attractive right. and somebody still stumbles because they find me attractive and they lustfully want me right right is it still my fault no no i would say to an extent yes 